What's up, guys? Welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hi, friends. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. Welcome back. This week, we are in week three of our series called The Plot, which is the kind of overarching story of the Bible, the main message of the Bible. So far, we've talked about creation. We've talked a lot about how God created the world and how there's different theories and all the fun things. And last week, we talked about the fall, which we talked about what that means. We talked about the brokenness of the world, the consequences of sin, And last week, you might have left off feeling a little bit sad inside. And I mean, sin is something that is sad because it separates us from God. But today is a very, very fun episode, an exciting episode, because the story does not end there. And we're here to pick up where we left off. But before we do that, it's just um, chat time, I guess we could call it. We don't have a name for this time anymore. Yeah, we like had a good system down and then life happened and now we just kind of like <laughs> sit here and talk for I just feel like bit. I feel like that is the story of my whole life like I have a system down and then life happens you know yeah and then like something slightly not correct happens and it's just like okay well I don't know how to do anything anymore it's like so. schedules I'll make a schedule for my day mm. get off by a minute and it's game over. I'm like, I might as well not do the rest of it then. So I might as well yeah. throw this away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that reminded me of like lists and lists remind me of grocery shopping. Yeah, I went on this this trip with my band and we had to go grocery shopping. Oh, dear. you would swear I could swear on my life that some of these people have never stepped foot inside of a grocery store before because they had no idea what they were doing. I literally was like becoming a mother. And like, I had like six girls with me, five girls with me, six, including me. And they're like, what do you want? What do you want? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Y'all are done. You go get butter. You go get meat. You go get whatever kind of chips you want, because I don't eat chips and you do go get whatever you want. And she's like, what kind of chips do you want? Anybody, anybody? I'm like, go get whatever you want. I don't care. None of us care. Go get it. Like, unless you came back, it was so stressful because I was just like, we're balling on a budget we are on a time constraint first of all like we can't stay forever inside of the store and y'all are stressing me out go get your stuff come back to the cart i'm gonna stay right here i'll get what i need and we're gonna regroup later okay it was literally so so stressful and i was like later on i apologize i was like i'm sorry if i seemed like demanding or mossy or bossy um but like we really had to get stuff done and somebody goes no queen you got it you got to step into your role and I was like okay good (laughs) like it was so funny yeah yeah that reminds me of the mission trip when they dropped us off at Walmart and we're like have at it yeah and just like released a bunch of teenagers in this Walmart (laughs) it was insane yeah that also happened to me on this on my way to this camp they just released us into the shopping center in the middle of nowhere and they were like, you guys can go as far as you want. Just don't cross the highway. And Dang. that was our restriction. They just had a time limit to get back. And the problem was the Chick-fil-A or the ch- Chili's or whatever was across the highway. And so mm-hmm. half our grade went across the highway. But I was one of the rule followers and I chose to eat Sonic. Um, <laughs> You're I better. one for the team there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just got to take an L. 
Exactly. And honestly, you know, in situations like that, where you're on a group trip and you get dropped off somewhere and you're told to eat lunch, you make do, you know, yeah, you can't expect the best. You're going to expect 100%. some nutrition. That's honestly just expect something to fill you at that point. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like beggars can't be cheesers, you know? Yeah, just you got to lower your standards a little bit, but you shouldn't always lower your standards, ladies. Don't lower your standards. Oh my gosh, and- don't settle. <laughs> it's don't not settle. worth it. We, were, we had probably a 45-minute conversation about the importance of not settling, and we probably should have recorded it. Honestly, it was a good conversation. It just got me so fired up about, guys, ladies, wait for a guy who's going to treat you right and is going to respect you and mm-hmm. is going to point you towards the Lord and treat you with kindness and guys treat girls kindly whether yeah. you like whether you're or friends not. with them yeah that's something that I think is like majorly overlooked is like how guys treat girls even when they don't like them and it's something that I've overlooked in the past because I'm like oh this guy's being nice to me it's probably because he likes me and that's like that should not be our mindset at all like if a guy is nice to us it should just be the standard Exactly. And I think that that's honestly something that's really sad in our generation, that if someone's nice to you, you think they're flirting with you. Yeah. Because kindness should be the norm, not not the exception. Oh, that's facts. <laughs> that's, you know that's what? That reminds me. Of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's your quote for the day, guys. Everybody write it down right now. I'm done. Um, I think our best example of that is the Lord's kindness that he had on yes. us. <laughs> I was going to say, you know who treated everyone with kindness? Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of Jesus, let's talk about some redemption, y'all. This is good news. This is the gospel. This is a little recap from last week. Basically, we were with God in perfect union with God, and it was all very good. And then we said, psych, I want that apple. And we disobeyed God. And then we were separated from him and thus entered death and sin and sadness and heartbreak and all of these different things that now in 2022, I am seeing everywhere around me, whether it's sexual immorality or jealousy or gossiping or anything that goes against the will of God that separates us further from God, right? This is that result of the fall. And it's not only in 2022 that we see it, but all throughout the Bible, guys, there is like rampant. I'm reading Ezekiel right now. And these um, people that this book is written about and to are just consistently turning into the same sin and away from Christ of idolatry. And then the Lord rebukes them. And then they go right back to idolatry. And then the Lord rebukes them. And then it's like just the same process. And I'm like, when will you learn? But also here I am confessing to God, Hey God, I am really struggling with judgment or I'm really struggling with gossiping. And I'm like, last time that was it forever starts now. That's a Chris Renzima lyric, fun fact. Um, how many times have I said forever starts now? And then I have to re repent and reconfess two days later because I forgot forever started two days ago. And now I'm like, okay, but from now on, I got you, Lord. Like I am going to be sanctified, right? Like ridiculous, ridiculous amount of times. And that is a result of the fall. And that's sad. And that is like a huge, huge portion of our stories as the plot of the Bible, right? Like if you look at the Bible, 
there's four accounts of the gospel. If you guys want to hear about the gospel, I'm going to talk about it a little bit today, but also we did a whole series about every single one of them at the beginning of 2022. And it's like one of my favorite series that we've ever done. I have learned so much from it because I had to do a lot more research than I've ever done about it. And they're just so good and so different and individually written to very specific audiences. And they're so good. And I just encourage you to listen to that or to read the gospels and do your own research. But the focus of today is the redemption plot of our story. This is kind of like, I like to think about this. If we're like, we're calling this series, the plot, right? This is the plot of the Bible. We have, um, obviously the beginning of your story kind of setting up everything. Um, if you like look at a plot map for like English class, that would be creation, right? That makes sense here. Let me even look up plot map. I'll use correct terms. You guys, how nice of me, right? Okay. So like the exposition, I think is what it's called. I'm like trying to remember this from like literally sixth grade, maybe. Um, yeah. So the exposition where like the main character faces like a series of conflicts, that's the rising action. That's the fall. And that's also everything that is a result of the fall. That's all the sin. That's all the idolatry. That's all the jealousy and sacrifices and orgies and stuff. Like that's all, all of that new Testament, old Testament it's everywhere. Okay. And then we get to the climax the most exciting part of the story, this redemption that I'm about to talk about. Guys, a savior was born to a virgin, insane, son of God, born to a virgin woman named Mary and Joseph, her not yet husband, fiance kind of thing. Okay. Born to a virgin. She has him. King Herod's like, bro, no, that guy is supposed to be the king. Like there are like prophecies all throughout the Bible and Isaiah that are talking about this king that is going to come and nobody expects him to be born um, in a manger. Everybody expects him to be born as royalty. It's a different kind of king they're expecting, right? It's a different kind of servant hearted leader. Okay. We got to focus on that for just a second. I want to bring your attention to that because this is good news for us because they were expecting a king to come and get them out of this persecution that they were facing and under the rule of evil like emperors who are mean and kill a bunch of people for no reason right they were expecting a new king like politically king and that's not what jesus was so they weren't expecting that okay redemption this is the crazy part i'm not going to talk about jesus's life even though i really want to Basically, all I'm going to say about that is that he lived a perfect life. Unlike us, he abstained from every sin. He was tempted just as we are. With It's like said in the Bible that he has faced every temptation that we will face. Um, and he was perfect. Like he just didn't fall into any of them, which is incredible. And something that is praiseworthy. And he performed miracles. And he did all of these incredible things that I want you to go and read about. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. All of those would tell you all about it. Okay. But this is, this is the redemption part. This is the most important part. In my opinion, Jesus who has lived this perfect life is now being crucified on a cross by the same people who cried hallelujah to him are now screaming crucify him because they were following this crowd, right? They are sinners. They are wrong. They gave up the King of Kings for three things of silver. Okay. they said, no, I don't know, Jesus, like three times, a rooster crowed, like all these different things talking about the story of Jesus, right? And they are crucifying Jesus on this cross that is meant for a criminal. That's meant for all of us, right? Jesus takes upon all of our sin, everybody's sin, 
this perfect being is now as this is a very um common thing that is asked is if jesus went to hell when he died this was hell right like a perfect being taken on all of our sins so that he was separated from christ his father that's hell right hell is this idea that it's separation from the father we are like like essentially all of us are separated from the father hell is like permanent separation from the father because we didn't proclaim salvation right so Jesus took on all of our sin, was separated from his father, died, and then rose three days later. And we are forgiven because that was the perfect sacrifice that we needed, right? That was what redeemed us undeservingly. We did nothing to deserve it. Hear me when I say that we did not do a single thing to deserve this, right? For God so loved the world. That's the only reason. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life in him. And that's the climax of the plot of the Bible. Okay. And like incredible things happen at the end. I'm going to let Sophie speak on redemption for a second though. Yeah, definitely. So like Addie kind of talked about, um, Jesus came into the world and he lived a perfect life. And something that I want to add to that is that uh, yes, he was tempted in the same ways we were. Um, and he also felt emotions like we did. Um, we have, we read in the Bible that when Jesus's friend Lazarus died, he wept. And so that is something that has brought me comfort a lot in my life, how Jesus has felt the exact same emotions that I am feeling. And he he doesn't just sympathize. He empathizes with us. He understands how we're feeling. And so just wanted to throw that in there. A little extra thought. But like Addie talked about, um, when Jesus died on the cross, he took the punishment that we deserved because, um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we're all sinners. We were all born into a sinful world. We've all sinned. Um, we've all done sinful actions. Um, true no one is perfect except jesus and there's nothing that we could do to fix that on our own there's no way um that we could meet the requirements uh, of the law that we see in the old testament to gain salvation we would always fall short and so that's why jesus came uh and like addy talked about he jesus did die on the cross but the story doesn't end there because um, I think oftentimes as Christians, we like to say, Jesus died for you. It's like, great. But what does that mean for me? And we're here to tell you what it does mean for you because it changes everything. So Jesus died and he took the punishment that we deserve. Um, they then put him in a tomb. They rolled a stone in front of it and there were guards stationed to... Um, to protect it and jesus had told people that he would the temple would be destroyed and he would rebuild it in three days and that was talking about jesus resurrecting so on the third day so jesus died on friday which we talk about good friday that's when we remember that and then on sunday he rose from the grave and there are accounts of this in the gospel. 
And we have talked about that in the gospel series. But this is literally amazing because this has never happened before. Um, There's never been someone who has died and who has come back to life like Jesus did. And so in that action, death was defeated. Sin was defeated. Um, And something that I forgot to say earlier, but I'm going to go back to say when Jesus did die on the cross, the veil was torn. So this symbolizes that through Jesus's death and resurrection, we have access to the father now, direct access to him where we can be restored in relationship with him because Jesus was the perfect sacrifice for us in that we could never fulfill. So Jesus came to fulfill for us so that we might be in relationship with God. So hearing that message should stir you up to respond. Uh, I think for me, I've heard the gospel my whole life. And um, before I knew Jesus, I was just kind of listening to the gospel. But when it really penetrated my heart, it compelled me to accept the gospel. And every time I hear it, post-salvation, I guess you could say like after I accepted Jesus, it compels me to in worship and in awe and in adoration of what Jesus did. And it compels me to want to continue my relationship with him and to grow in that relationship. So maybe this is the first time you've heard that. And I would encourage you to reach out to someone, talk to someone, talk to us, reach out to us to get more answers and to accept salvation. But if you have heard the gospel multiple times and maybe you have accepted Jesus, I want to encourage you that it should um, help you to encourage you to push you forward in your relationship with Jesus and um, to constantly push you towards Christ. I think it's really easy to grow numb to the gospel. And I think that's a really dangerous place to be in when you do grow numb to the gospel because it is literally the power that brings you from death to life. Um, There's this song that has been kind of the song of the season for me called Out of Hiding by Stephanie Gretzinger, I think is how you say your last name. Um, And it basically is just this um, kind of song that is from the perspective of God singing to us. And it says, I loved you before you knew what was love. I saw it all. Still, I chose the cross. And you were the one that I was thinking of when I rose from the grave. And um, I just want to encourage you with that, that Jesus knew that uh, we would sin, that we would fall short. Yet he still chose the cross because he loves us and he was thinking about you. And he wanted, he loved you so much that he wanted you to have a way to God. And so I think that when we realize and when we understand that genuine love, there's nothing greater than that. And I think that that is something that we should stop and reflect on more often than we do. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think we often like skip over that sanctification part of salvation, um, which leads to a lot of misrepresentation and abuse of God's grace. And that's um, just as much a part of the fall as anything. And so hear me when I say this, you have been redeemed and made new as a new creation in Christ. So go and live it out, right? That is the only thing that you have to do. Jesus quite literally lived a perfect life and took the most painful death so that all you have to do is accept a free gift 
and and that it should propel you to live a life that reflects his and you're not going to be perfect i'm not perfect sophie's not perfect i can't think of a single person who's perfect outside of christ because none exists right that's just not a thing but it doesn't mean that you give up and that you just are like oh i'm not going to be perfect so i might as well sin it doesn't justify that so don't act like it does because that is like one of the most frustrating things to me is when people say like well everybody sins yeah and it sucks and that's part of the fall but you have been made new in Christ. So be better because Christ made you new. You are a new person in Christ. And that's incredible. And that's something to be celebrated. And like, I don't want it to fall numb on any of us, including me. And that's a continual prayer of just um, preaching the gospel to myself. So I encourage you to do so. So if you want to pray us out. Yeah, definitely. Dear Lord, uh, I thank you for today. And I thank you for the opportunity to talk about just genuinely the story that has changed my life and changed Addie's life. Um, I thank you for your deep love for us. And I thank you for what that means for us now. And I thank you for what it means for us in the future. And I pray that you would um, be with listeners, that this message would penetrate their hearts, their lives would be changed through it, and that we would all come to a deeper understanding of your love for us and the grace that you've given us. And I pray for those who haven't received that, that they would accept that free gift. And for those that have, have that this podcast would be an encouragement um, for them to keep striving towards, um, towards you and towards um, sanctification. We thank you for today. Uh, I pray that you would be with us and with listeners uh, just to have great week and thank you for your love for us and what you did for us we love you and praise you in jesus name i pray amen amen thank you guys so much for listening like sophie said we would love to talk to you you can email us at ourheartsurrender.gmail.com we have a prayer request section on the blog www.brokenvesselsblog.com um we'll also have a little recap of everything that we said on here in case you blocked out everything that we were saying because this was just mindless things to listen to because i do that sometimes to be completely honest with you um leave us a rating review if you want to you can follow our instagram at our hearts surrendered um it's fun over there it is literally a party we do hold a bunch of crazy things and it's so fun i think you're missing out if you're not following it tbh i think that's about it So with that, let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week. 